Holy God, Mitch, I'm sorry. I was just so surprised to see you standing there. Not as surprised as I was. podcast um drew we uh i was asking you about the episode uh you didn't i didn't get a answer though uh Uh, did you you watched the episode right i was um because i know we were gonna watch do this the other day but you watched it at least right i've been i was in the hospital for a few days three seven days is that why you had to cancel it the other day? And I couldn't be there that day, and they force they force fluid me something, and so I couldn't I couldn't watch it. You mean like you had to go to the ER and they put an IV in you? They had to put yeah, they put me filled with some fluid. Oh my god! I told you this stupid twelve percent <clears throat> shit. <sighs> Trying to get down to twelve. What the fuck is this? What this was? Yeah, I mean they really fucked up my right. mission. This, or is this more of this bit here? They just they now I'm probably back up to like seventy. Why, so why or, did you really cancel? I was I was at the hospital. All right, dude. Where's Finesia? Is she still gone? <sighs> I mean, I they I thought she would come to the hospital, and I they called her, but uh, so Vanessa still hasn't come back from her mom's. She's still with her family. Okay. Yeah. Well, did you watch the episode at least? I mean, I tr- I was it wasn't on the channels on the. In the hospital. <laughs> All right, dude. Okay, so you were in the hospital for three days and you couldn't watch the episode. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess should we watch the episode? Yeah. Okay. Our bay watching boys go and watch the episode. All right, so back. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> well. I guess um, we should get into the talk here. Dude, I I know that I opened up all the windows here before the movie, but... Yeah, yeah. Is there any way that we can record this somewhere else? Because, like, I cannot even... Even sitting, like, on the other side of the room during the movie, it was your smell, dude. This... Yeah. Like, did they bathe you in the hospital? I thought they would be like a nurse who would come in or something. Yeah, did they? Yeah, no, they. I think I had to leave because of like my. I didn't want. Did you refuse bathing? I don't. I was delirious, so I. I yeah. I don't know. I can't remember, but I do remember just resisting anyone who tried to come near me, because often they were trying to inject me with water or put a cold towel on my head or something. You know, they. They said I was delirious. Drew, I'm getting a little concerned here because I keep thinking that this is a ridiculous Andy Kaufman bit, but then the smell 
You're, I haven't seen Venezia in a long time. If it's too smelly, we're just the only other place to go is at this point is outside. All right, let's go outside. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to move all the gear and we're gonna take another short uh, break. I guess here. if. All right, hang on. The boys move all the gear outside so that they can do the podcast in a less smelly spot. We love you, Bay Watching Bays. Am I still going? Yes, it Is looks it like it. Outside, Does it sound different. All <laughs> right, so levels are the same. All right, well now. This is a little better. All right. Well, welcome to this week's episode of Baywatching. Yay, watch. A little bit of a rough start this week um, because Drew just will not let this stupid bit of his water phobia gone to the extreme die to the point where he doesn't shower around me or and he's now I don't know where the fuck's going on with Vanessa. This is that like I you think I'm dirtying myself up and uh, keeping uh, my loved ones away as a, a ruse. That would be as conniving. As... That's what I fucking hope because the alternative is that you're fucking crazy. Well, I, I mean I guess they're both you're crazy, but the one is like you're really crazy. The other one's like a crazy that I'm used to. I don't know which one's better. It's just like what Felmar8397 underscore uh, water told me. The same. Like your family turns against you, your friends turn against you, all because you're seeking out the uh, the, the I told you. I told truth. you during the fucking show to f- get off the fucking Reddit. You were on the fucking that stupid water chance shit while we were, I was trying to watch Baywatch with you. I did get off. I got off after you stole my fucking phone, which. Oh my god! Yeah, because I had to fucking somebody had to do the fucking research for this. You didn't even watch this week's episode, dude. You've gone so fucking far off the deep end. I was there, man. Oh god. Yes, I said deep end. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was the episode we were supposed to watch. No, dude. We, uh, we what what was the name oh yeah deep. What was this episode called? I don't remember. Deep. Do you remember? So it was called. I do not remember. I don't remember. Yeah. We'll slice it in. Spice it in. Yeah, yeah. The episode that our Bay-watching Bay boys watched was called Shelter Me, episode 10. But, uh, yeah, it was an episode. We watched it. And uh, during this, my second watching, since I uh, watched it a second time, I looked up what happened this week in Baywatch oh. history. And, uh, well, we still have George W. Bush, or George H.W. Bush, I should say. He's a Republican, in case you didn't know. Uh, mm. We still had him in office. In the U.K., they still had Margaret, Margaret Thatcher. And uh, we had Pope John Pope uh, John Paul II still leading the Catholic Church. Do you know who was leading the Mormon Church at that time, Drew? No, who was it? Um, I don't know Things either. Which- Part of the Mormon Church. That's a that's a quiz for our listeners. If you knew right off the top of your head, you get a feather in your hat. Oh, and uh, born on Fourth of July, uh, directed by Oliver Stone. Oh, was the most viewed movie. I like Stones. Uh, that was released, and uh, also very historic. The same exact day as this mo- as this episode of Baywatch that we just watched came out, we had the very first full-length episode 
of the longest ever running uh, cartoon sitcom, <gasps> The Simpsons. Don't talk about good. Don't talk about good TV. Don't talk oh, about that's good. Right. TV. We're breaking the rule. Don't talk about good. So, because that's one of the best television shows ever, um, probably one of the greatest exports of American culture, if not the greatest. And I think we're gonna have to not talk about it ever. <laughs> so we don't want to talk about that show because it's too good, and we'll just forget it. But. Let's just keep that in mind that while this show was being written, they were also writing the Christmas episode that would launch The Simpsons. So that's what happened this week on Baywatch. Oh, very nice. So now we have our episode. Yes. Which it's very fresh in my memory. <clears throat> Good. Because the title is there too and everything <laughs> that happened, you know, just right there. It was very easy to follow because it was so compelling. It was very compelling. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it started and then like halfway through, I found myself thinking this is about halfway through. And then at a certain point, it was like, now it's over. Uh, and then there was a point before the ending where I was like, man, I hope this is almost over. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then it did end. Yeah. And I was like, good. And then, yeah, and then there was this curious period after it was over, <laughs> where there was just nothing. Where we went and got some food. Oh yeah, that was, was good. that period. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that yeah. was one of my favorite parts. Of that was the best part of the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was when it ended and we got food. Oh gosh, yeah. That was a much better part. <laughs> yeah, but well, not much to say. We don't talk about them that much. Well, what? And I've been sick, so we, I didn't prepare. And I could tell you about the healthcare system from experience. Really? No. Well, I was I was delirious. <laughs> well, one thing that uh we did get to see is uh some rivals of of Mitch. This was a rival episode. Oh yeah. We got to see a little bit of uh rivalry between Mitch and Craig. Right. Uh over a girl. Right. That we don't care about and then the whole drama of the episode is supposed it's to hinge no on this person episode. we just met. Yes, and it gets resolved really just because, I don't know. Because all that had to happen was Mitch had to say, like, oh, I always loved this girl, Craig, that you dated. And then I became romantically involved with and had seemingly a much deeper relationship with. Yeah, because, you know, uh, Mitch let me know, and it's pretty vague, this line, because I don't know what they're talking about. He just said rule number one. And from I don't know I don't know what book that's from or what set of rules. Maybe that's from the real Bible and not the Dribble. But he mm. said rule number one: you don't uh, get with your best friend's girlfriend. You know, remember he said that? Yeah. But then, like that rule, there's a clause that says, "But if you really loved them and never told anyone, it's okay, and then you can win the boat race." Yeah, that's what I the mean, clause says. It wants people to basically couple up, conform, make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to churn out more little kids for a big water to keep. That's what I mean, Drew. Destroying the land and taking it away from them and eventually drowning everyone. That's what I mean. If we want to go as far as we know you do with all of this, then I guess that's where we would have to assume it. But now it's like you're behind it. accusing me of being behind big water. <laughs> I'm me. Of you of leaping to that conclusion for everything, yes. I'm not the 
evil wet, the big evil wet, sloppy. Well, they did just all of a sudden manifest like boats of people. Today, oh my god! See episode. more proof. That's right. That's the only thing we really need to talk about. How water, you know, through Baywatch again is showing us its magic powers. Right? Yeah. What did it do? It manifest. Let's right out of the mouth of the uh, doubter here, out of the horses. And we doubt. had lots of montages. Oh, but talk uh, about that water. Well, yeah, that's where that's when a lots of magic is of the water more often or not happens during montages. Right. And that's we true. Saw, we saw that. That's when the, they appeared was during a montage. That's true. Sometimes I trip out about how powerful water is in this show, too, where it like it's so powerful that uh, not only does it mess with time during montages, it'll just do that in the middle of a show sometimes like a scene will be happening. and It'll be night. Then like a second later. It'll there'll be another scene as daytime, and I'm like, damn, water controlled like time, like to just speed up and zoop. Well, from night to day, from scene to scene, you know, I'm like that's kind that shocks me every time. Well, we know and I've no started noticing in other movies and like other media. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you know, a long time we we've known. Yeah, that it controls the moon. Yeah. You know, right, it people are idiots thinking the other way. Water controls the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I know. Yeah. It's. The tides the control the moon. Yeah. yeah, I know. These idiots. I know. This, the, the tide is controlled by been, the moon. You've been reading H2O, Chan. No, Drew, I'm joking with you because yeah. this is a bit that we've been doing. So the posts and, that I've been posting, a lot of people have been saying like they're, they seem like they're, they're, they're jokes too. Yeah, Drew, that's because I'm getting Even a little on Facebook. concerned that you don't, that uh, you're not drawing a line here. Because I haven't seen Venezia. At least I'm not drawing water like that fucking water wants us to do. The Bible, the dry bowl told me. And not, you're not going to see me dry on water. I'm not going to paint that shit. Not going to sketch it. What are you talking about, Drew? In the, if you remember that quote from the dry bowl last episode, it said that we will be forced to joyfully draw water. Uh, because, you know, the water is going to be creating propaganda to make us happily uh, develop art in its name, like idolize it, you know? So I'm never going to draw water, paint water. I mean, you won't see me doing, like, a landscape unless it's, like, arid or the desert. No water paints for you? No watercolors, you know. And no, I won't even use the, you know, water. The only thing, maybe I would use watercolors to paint, like, a fire. And I would just, I would scratch it. I wouldn't use any water. I would just sort of scratch it into the <laughs> canvas. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the water made a whole uh, crew of boat racers appear, right? And then it made them disappear, in before our very eyes, in one of three montages in this episode. Yeah. What was and then what was the other montage? I guess that was just the other race. There was another montage. Yeah, they were all felt like they were really on the nose. It's first of all, it started out with one right away where it was. Oh, like, there was the car, the hot rod. Oh one. yeah, the hot rod and the girl. The hot rod and the girl one. Another one with like Johnny yes. and and yes. Foster having a great and time. And once again, Foster's character, one of the best developed characters on the show. Yeah, Eddie Eddie Foster. There, ah. I mean, like you know, he starts off as a boxer. Then later we find out he has like a super low pain tolerance. He he's a, he doesn't do good with pain. Makes a lot of sense. Now we find out this streetwise kid who's like was in and out of foster homes on the street. He doesn't realize that this car he bought 
for like classic Mustang. A classic Mustang, brand new fancy car that he got for like only two grand is stolen. And he totally understands like the value of his dollar because he has been shopping for cars and realizes he can't get one yeah. that's like a bucket. And then like the one, there's a, a wonderful joke that's so good that they do it twice or like a fake out that they do twice where they show you that old car <laughs> and it's all gross and dusty. And Eddie's like, yeah, that's what I expected. And he's about to take it because like yeah. he knows what cars are worth. And yeah. then the guy's like, no, buy the, no, I mean this uh, Ford Mustang over here. So it's, it's like he's kind of, he's like willfully naive. You it's, know, it's like. It's some really good writing. <laughs> I mean, when you think about like that compared to, I mean, it makes sense why this show took off internationally. Yeah. Because uh, you look at that and and that's pretty clever compared to like, you know, The Simpsons where like, you know, Homer doesn't get his Christmas bonus, and uh, so they aren't going to be able to b- afford to buy Christmas presents for the kids. So then, what Homer does is he ends up getting a second job as a as a mall Santa. But then, like he, even then, he only makes enough money to buy a horse racing ticket or a dog racing ticket, and then they he blows the money on this dog track. And then they end up taking home the the loser dog, and that dog becomes the family Christmas present. Yeah, you know that's, that's just a good show. That's a that compared to what we just saw though on Baywatch. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense to me why why both these shows went out into the into the ether and and people were like, yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm well, gonna keep watching that. For the Germans, all it took was, you know, there was a huge spike in viewership this episode. Because I don't know if you remember, but all the German people want to know is, is there going to be a car? <laughs> and in this episode, they were stoked. So they were they like, were wait, David Hasselhoff in a fucking Mustang? <laughs> I'm fucking about it, dude. And Ooh. the same morals as Knight Rider, but just on the beach? I heard they were a little upset. In the press, in the German press, when when David Hasselhoff wasn't in the car himself, they got yeah, they were very upset. They, but but the car was cool enough that the the German people bought it. They bought the show, right? And they considered it a tease. Like one day he's gonna get in that car. Yeah, we know it. Yeah, he that's, loves us too much. That's why it became such a big international hit. I yeah. mean, it's so well written. You've got these cars. You've got David. It's yeah, it's an international hit. Right. That's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a short episode. I forget what what else what else happened in the in the show. Nothing to, that I remember that's even that noteworthy. It was they make up. It blah and, blah blah. And there was no reconciliation between their relationship. It was like I'm upset with you. Why? Because I I guess I was dumb. Uh, but I'm not going to say that or acknowledge it. It's just okay. Right. All right. What was going on with <laughs> anyone else? Wasn't there anyone else doing anything? Was anyone else doing anything? What was Hobie's deal? He was just kind of being annoying. That's being that's annoying self. I guess that's why I forgot about it because anytime he appears, he's just annoying. So I just sort of completely tuned it out because yeah. he's just going to be annoying. God damn, I hate Hobie. Yeah. I mean, does anybody like Hobie? Leave that. Uh, <laughs> please message us. Yeah. If anybody here likes Hobie? Yeah. Explain. Right. All right. I- Cause I mean, God damn, yeah. What was that? 
I mean, he was just there to say stupid things like if you got at the very end, he just walks out the front door. He's like, if That's, you two yeah. are going to be cute, then I'm just going to leave. Right. <laughs> he just walks out the front door at night. That's what we'll say. Yeah. Before we walk out our front door, that's what I was. We were shocked. We're like, Mitch, you know, the girl comes back because like Craig called and said, you can go do Mitch. And then <laughs> she's like, I'm ready. And Hobie's like, I got his approval. Yeah, I definitely need it. They start sweating, dude. And then Hobie's like, Ugh, if mushy stuff's gonna go on, like I don't want to be around. And and Mitch's like, Get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here, you little bastard! (laughs) I'm not your father. (laughs) You better get real far away because these walls are not going to be enough. padding for uh, how loud we're about to get in here, Hobie. Exactly. So you can understand, he might just go into the the hole outside in the backyard that we already know his dad dug for him from episode (laughs) three. But no, he just runs out the front door into the dead of night. Like, presumably, who knows where, then after credits, you see him at a bus station buying a ticket. It's like, okay. Now, that's that's that good fathering that Mitch and has Mitch is just, proven time and time again. He cuts to them in bed just looking at each other, <laughs> but it's just 90s TV, so they can't really show the fucking, and, and Hobie's just laying on the bus trying to sleep. But then he's just like, oh, he's waking up because that's actually his dream, and he can't even get away from the sounds on the bus to Philly. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. What other women will Mitch bring about Toby to... You know, I mean, Into Mitch, his life, yeah. Mitch has got a lot of, you know, my my parents divorced uh, when I was young, and uh, my mom did not bring a lot of guys around. I'm kind of glad. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was uh, it'd be a weird. I don't know that dynamic. You never had to run out of the house and no. get down the street <laughs> to avoid the sounds of fucking. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, it, it would be a little strange, though. Right. Uh, I'm sure Hobie's gonna hear some. A lot in the future here. Right. As he gets older. Right. Well. No more fucking talk because I don't want anyone getting wet. I'm I'm against it. <laughs> uh, maybe that's another reason why Vanessa's left. <laughs> <laughs> so. We can only have dry sex. <laughs> yeah. Go to the Twitter and the Instagram and give us money. I need it a lot right now, as you guys can tell. Uh, I have, we got shirts. You can get those. And uh, give us some money. See you next week. <laughs> hey, Bay Bays. This is Andrew. Forgot to mention at Bay Watching P on Twitter, at Bay Watching Podcast on Instagram. We have the super male dry dick pills available for sale. So please give us money and message us about how you want to give us that money. All of our products are available online. Remember, all you have to do is mail in your email to the address we've specified on our website, and then you'll be included in the Bay Watching Bay Rookie School community. You'll have access to our annual Rib Fest. You'll have a chance to hang out with Bill and Drew on the Bay Beach for one day. And you'll get the episode early every week. So tune in and give us money. We love you so much. Bye, Bay Bays. It's over, Andrew. 